Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, boy. Fuck oh, boy. me. Oh, boy. Steer clear. 
<laughs> God damn it. This was a day. This was a fucking day. Do you ever have those days where everyone in the world sucks? Where like, I mean, everyone, everyone you encounter for an entire 24 hours sucks. Besides your, your, your family, obviously. Right. Sucks. <laughs> they suck at their jobs. They suck at being humans. They suck at being. There's just no fucking... sense of urgency. No. Do you know what I mean? Like no, no sense of like. Nope. Anything. No matter how much you pay people, right? No matter what you try to do for people, mm-hmm. there will be this eternal like laziness, unless it's something you're passionate about. And I think that's the problem with life: is people aren't passionate about what they do. Whereas I, versus I am, and when I talk to people, like I'm overly animated and excited about shit because I'm genuinely excited about what I'm doing or trying to do or trying to accomplish, and no one else cares. Like no one else cares. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess maybe that's the way with everything. But you hire people to do shit and you expect them because you paid them to be passionate about what they do because you're paying them and whatever the fuck they do in this world. And right. you're, you're expecting the same thing where it's like, all right, great. If I get paid to do something, like I'm going to be excited about it or pretend I am for you. You know, shit. Yeah. That, today was that day. Um, but there was one guy, one guy who fucking changed that today. Um, John Evers. John Evers. John. I, and I'm gonna Evers. say I'm gonna say it like Morgan Freeman. This was the only bright spot in my day. John Evers. Oh, oh. John. Oh. And his girl, John. Lindsay Haney. And Lindsay Haney. <laughs> Lindsay Haney. We appreciate it. Uh, you know what they do? Why am I talking like Morgan Freeman? He carved me. I, would you say carved or welded? Like I don't know. Well, he's that. a welder. He's a he makes knives. I guess so. Like blacksmith. Right. Okay. Yes. Great. Um, he made a knife for I me. No, so out, out of out of the tree from the end of Shawshank Redemption yes. that Morgan Freeman goes underneath. Yes. To find Andy Dufresne's box for the directions for Say Watts and Nahol. Say what's yeah. It's certified. Certified the whole thing. Gorgeous. And like, the thing is, he posted this video on Instagram. Um, and I don't know if you know his Instagram handle. You his, can John Evers Forge Works. And so you yeah. can check out his work and like what he does and stuff. Because it, it's incredible. So he he sends me this video of 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 this knife that he's made from Shawshank yeah. and he scored it with Morgan Freeman's Oh, brilliant. It's brilliant. Lines at the end of uh, Shawshank. And like, this is why this guy, this guy in particular turned my day around. That was the one person today who was passionate about their work, Mm -hmm. who was just genuinely excited to make something rad for the world. And he shared it on Instagram and like it it genuinely made my day. Oh, yeah. Um, So, hey, I want to thank you more than anything. I don't even have it yet. He's, no, he's it's coming. Him, yeah, I don't, even, I don't even have it, and I'm already genuinely excited. And he's literally turned my day around. He turned this frown upside, upside down. down. But it's upside also down. the thing of like someone spending that much time and like going to that effort for people that you've never met. Yes, and, and that is like to me that is amazing. It's amazing. One, two. Uh, I've done it before to people that I liked. Or right. uh, th- that I followed, or mm-hmm. was it was you know a supporter of like I- I've written scripts for yeah. different people and um, fucking songs, you name it, like for people that I've really liked in yeah. hopes that they would like it or or mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, 
yeah, it just it was really fucking cool, and I just want to give give him a shout out because yeah. that was that was incredible. We know his girlfriend, like we met at Lindsay. Each we one know, of, yes, yeah. Yes. At each one of these events, we kind of like make friends. You like, yeah, she's always you make rad. a couple. Yeah, yeah so we know her yes. and um whatever, but yeah, it's it's still ama- amazing, 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 uh, absolutely amazing. So I, I want to start off the show with that. Um, because of my Shiites day, uh, this gentleman turned it around and uh, I really can't think enough. Brought a huge, huge smile to my face in the middle of the day after like nine million things went wrong. So it was incredible. But you know what we're going to do, James? We're going to fucking shake it off tonight. We're going to Taylor Swift my whole goddamn day and we're going to get into some some real shit okay. for a big show tonight. So uh, we're going okay. to have a big show tonight. Uh, Why? Okay. Why are we going to have a big show? The trailer for DDL's new movie just dropped. Daniel Day-Lewis. And I have many thoughts and feelings on this. And like, boy, I... I, I, oh, I it's took, left me with more questions. Yes. And than it answers. Should. It should. Uh, yes, absolutely it should. That's it what he should. does. That's yeah. what he fucking does. And I, want, I really want to get into this. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. It, it just, it was one of those... Thing I've been waiting for this trailer to drop because I knew he was going to retire, and I was just like, "Fuck!" <sighs> when it did, like nobody said anything, and it just popped up, and it was like, "Oh, hey, fuck off, Ross." Yeah. Guess what you're going to do for the next 15 minutes of your life? Try to figure out your life by watching this trailer. Right. And I was like, "Fool!" Left with a lot of questions. A lot of you. questions. Uh, but the the ones that I have answers to are who the sponsors are tonight, James. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's get into Shall we? it. Let's get into it. Uh, first up, we got straightrazors.com. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're heading up on the holiday season, kids. And you know what that fucking means. That means you need a fucking shaving kit for your loved one, for your dad, for your brother. Um, if you even a fucking gay lover. Like gay lover. Get him that. If anyone is going to groom up, it's going to be a yeah. gay lover. Yeah. Anyone's going to take care of himself. They've got the number one ranked uh, aftershave. They've got the number one ranked cologne in the world. It's called Smolder. Um, and they've also got this uh, beard uh, conditioner and shampoo that is fucking incredible. And I've, I've had this challenge out to people. I'm like, look, just buy like a fucking bottle of this shit. And if it's not the best you've ever had, you can punch me in the dick. Right. Um, another guy, because on the last show, the guy bought the Smolder aftershave, and he was like, "Dude, I wanted to punch you in the dick so bad, but it's the best I've I've ever had." I was like, "Dude, I told you." Another guy hit me up and said, "Hey, man, I know you don't have a beard, but I do." And he was like, "For for shits and gigs, I thought I'd try it out their their shampoo." Mm-hmm. And he, he tried out the fucking beard shampoo, and he was like, "I'm fucking addicted. It's the greatest shit ever. I don't know what they put in it." And I was like, "Dude, I don't either." So. The bottle's very nondescript when you get it. It's very old school Wild West, um, all of their products. So when you get it, it's just like, oh, shit. It's this kind of like mysterious thing of like, what am I buying here? And then you put it on and it smells delightful. And it's uh, it's crazy that it's like from an old barbershop. So I look, I can't. I can't go into too much detail without you getting it, and then we can have this conversation. But just go to straightrazors.com, type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Um, try it, and then hit me up. Uh, hit me up on uh, on Facebook, on the Ross Patterson Revolution Facebook page. Just tell me what you think. I'm just fucking curious. Uh, just try a, a, like a bottle of one of those things. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the mustache wax coming up because I'm growing the mustache. I start growing the mustache on... Friday nights. Okay. I'm very specific about that. Oh, all right. Okay. Very, very specific <laughs> okay, about so that. So Friday night will be stubbly. 
Yeah, Friday mm-hmm. nights is uh, is when I start it. Sure, um, November's coming up, mm-hmm. and I'm fucking doing it. I'm doing it, doing it, doing it. The last meeting, important meeting that I have of the year. I say this now, but we'll find out later. But will be Friday in I, New York. I hear it all the time. Yeah, it's the last one. Uh, it's, it's the, the last, last meeting. One. Nope, not no. Nope. And then something else pops up. Ugh, get God. into that shit. Um. Yeah. So look, I'm growing a mustache, and I'll let you guys know how the mustache wax is during November and December from StraightRazors.com because I'm I'm amped about that. I was buying like every time I've I've grown a mustache every year, usually for a couple months. Usually, like, I buy some cheap shit from the store, and it fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, it looks like a, you know, Fantastic Sam or somebody on the box, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like, from Disneyland Yeah, or one of those fucking lame things. <laughs> um, so, uh, straight razors, magic shop. straightrazors.com, I'm coming for you. I'm going to use my own fucking promo code of revolution for 20% off the mustache wax, too. You can't stop me, Luke Webster. Uh, next up, we've got ledbyiron.com. Ooh. Uh, uh, just give me Get one it. more. Give me uh, one more, Paul. Yeah, give me one more. Oh. <laughs> Uh, ledbyiron.com, uh, L-E-D-B-Y-I-R-O-N.com. Uh, they've got some of the finest fucking fitness apparel in the biz, I would say. It's um, just comfortable. It fits. Tri blends, amazing. Uh, they're all first responder owned, um, 100%. So uh, they've got a thin red line shirt and a thin blue line shirt, uh, which is nice. Never heard of the thin red line shirt, and I'm glad that I, ha- I have. I'm glad that they're making it, and it fucking fits dope. And if you go to my Instagram at stjames, stjames, you'll see me wearing a shirt with like a, you know, what appears to be a fire department logo on the mm-hmm. left hand sleeve. Uh, that That's it. Those are the lead by iron shirts. I fucking wear them all they're the time. They're awesome. And somebody, somebody pointed out, they're like, dude, you really love this company. They're in like every picture. And I was like, oh, fuck. I, well, you know. they're that comfortable. I know, but like I should probably switch it up. Um, mm, why? I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, no. Fuck it. If you I guess because like I'm wearing the same colors, it. yeah. But uh, either way, yes, I am a huge fan of LeadbyIron.com. So I wear this shit all the time. Uh, so is Jables. She works out at it every fucking day mm-hmm. um, in your bullshit spin classes or whatever they are. Is it spin? Listen. Soul cycle? I do spin. Solstice? I do spin. Solstice? Solstice? No, no. I do yeah. um, I do spin and I run. Um, I should wear this ledbyiron.com up to New York. Uh, my d- Dude, I forgot to tell you, my fucking agent. Remember he took me to CrossFit at lunch? Yes. Solstice. So the place that they're making oh, fun Solstice, of. Solstice, yeah. The, the place they're making fun of in Broad City, I, was, I went to the actual gym. And like, I love it so yes, much. I, it was, look, I will say this fucking crazy nice where you're just like is that art they have like artificial turf built inside where you're just like jesus christ well Um, if your agent's going like he literally only does nice things fucking rich as fuck it's crazy he only does nice things i know but look when i go up there i'm gonna take a lead by iron shirt and where and where where it's where there see if i get any any looks and fancies uh (laughs) go to leadbyiron.com type in the promo code revolution for 20 percent off again that's leadbyiron.com revolution for 20 percent off and their first responder own just buy a fucking tea for the holidays the holidays uh, we wouldn't support, steer you wrong. Support the first responders. Yeah, I've never steered anybody wrong. No. Uh, StrikeForceEnergy.com is our last sponsor. Oh, the Eve, uh, if you will. They're blowing up, man. Warming up, Chris. I'm about to. Um, they're fucking everywhere. They're in. They're in like 30 or 47 Elevens now, and people are just hitting me up left and right of like, dude. 
the fucking shit you've been talking about for two and a half years on all your fucking podcasts is in my 7-Eleven. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, I told you. I, it's not like some fucking toothless wizard was making his garage and like drinking fucking bathtub gin and then just being like, well, yeah, I think I think this will this will give me <laughs> some energy. Not like that at all. Um, this is made by scientists in a lab. Um, that, you know, I, I heard a, a rat, a dead rat. They injected some of it into a dead rat. The rat shot back to life and fucking punched the glass, punched the glass that he was in. And then he went after the fucking doctor who injected him. That's what strikeforceenergy.com does for you. That's what it can do for you at home too. If you buy it, they've got a subscription on the month club that you can try out or a box of 10. Um, and just say, fuck it. It's only like 9.99. Set it and forget it. Fucking love it and leave it. Uh, drop it and top it. Uh, dump it, dump it and cook it. Yeah, dump it and crump it. You know where I heard they just got into is the uh, magic shop in downtown Disney. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Because all those fucking wizards, man. All those wizards need to be. These wizards be getting lonely. Yeah, Me wizards a, be getting lonely. Yeah, a lot of energy. A lot of energy. But go to strikeforceenergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Uh, 20% off with the promo code REVOLUTION. They ship everywhere in the entire world. And they get a 750 milliliter bottle. It just rests on your counter, your bar top. And you just pop a couple of squirts in and boom, boom. Be on about your motherfucking day. Jables. Sploosh. Yeah, we got a hot show tonight. Hot Bleep. show. Want to talk about the Phantom Thread? Dean, 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 Dean. Daniel Day Lewis. I've so I've heard about this movie. It very, very little has been said about it for two years. Ever since the inception. Like usually, you know, today's movie environment and especially social media, you know, every single last stitch about a movie from uh, fucking scripts to Pre-production, production, everyone's post-production. doing interviews all over the place. Yeah, they're, they're fucking everything. Snapchatting from yeah. set. You're giving away everything because you're trying to create hype or buzz mm-hmm. around this movie. This is the opposite. Um, yeah, all they said was Daniel Day Lewis is playing a fashion designer, and that was all that was announced in the trades. Uh, the trades are like Variety, Hollywood right. Reporter. Um, that was all that was announced in the trades, and he does this movie. Disappears. No one's doing this movie. It's doing with, with Paul Thomas Anderson, who did uh, There Will Be Blood. Mm-hmm. One of the most amazing directors we have. Daniel Day-Lewis is certainly, I think, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. He's the greatest actor of all time. All time. He's better not- than Keanu. Oh, God damn it. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jesse. I don't know. Better I than Keanu. I am Ke- an FBI <laughs> agent. Oh. Keanu, my sweet, my sweet Keanu. God. So with these two heavyweights going again, and I love There Will Be Blood. I've watched that movie, fuck, bone dry. Yes. Bone dry. I've watched it a thousand fucking times. I love it so goddamn much. Right. I was really amped for this, but I didn't know when it would drop. I didn't know when it would come out. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything about the script. I didn't know they were finished shooting. I didn't know when it was coming out. Mm Mm-hmm. Today, middle of my shitty day, just pops up like somebody just writes in, hey man, you see DDL's new movie? Like, I, call, I call him yeah. DDL because we're, we're bros, obviously. Sure, obviously. I don't, I don't know him, nor have I ever met him, actually. Um, <laughs> you, would, you would die, you would crumble, you would turn to dust. I, I, I saw him once, like out, but he was very femme. 
Like at, at he, well, yes, he's little. He's an no, actor. no, no. He's a giant. He's, he's a, giant. a giant. He was like six five. He was taller than me, and I'm no, six three. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. No, he's not. Yes. No, he's not. Yes. And uh, okay. uh, and he and he had earrings. He had these two. Oh yes, this hoop I earrings. Know. And and I was like, oh god. Um, oh god. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh, making me uncomfortable. Yeah. And all right, uh, he's six two. Uh, really. <laughs> Maybe he's wearing heels because he looked he was he was bigger than me and I'm six three. Yeah. Well, it was from across the way, so uh, maybe so. Whenever I see another giant man out, who's I did not know my he was height. 6'2". Yeah, I told you he's a big boy. Um, whenever I see a giant man out, like I just assume that they're like a fucking giant because I am. Uh, anyways, uh, he did have two hoop earrings in. I don't know what that says about his him. He's married, but I don't know what that says about what, just whatever he does in his spare time. But sure. Um. He's done some shit for a role. Yeah, for he's, he's sure. Dick. For sure. Um, but he's fucking retiring, and this is his last movie. And when the trailer hit today in the middle of the shitty day, I fucking sat there and was just like, oh, God. I mean, I punched that button faster than fucking Lupita Nyong'o punched the hotel button to get out of Harvey Weinstein's room. Like, just get me mm-hmm. out of this fucking thing. And it was fucking amazing. Uh, it's weird. It's really weird because when I read the, the the log line in the trades, it said, "All right, he's going to be playing a fashion designer." And I was like, "Great!" I thought I thought current day maybe it was going to be like uh, sure. Uh, what was the Meryl Streep movie? Devil. Devil wears Prada. There we go. Uh, I thought it was going to be a little more of like that and like modern settings. Yeah, where maybe he was going to be like uh, like a Versace or like a. Uh, a fucking Mark Jacobs or somebody like that. Yeah, yeah. It is not that. That guy, the guy, one who was the one that died that got shot. Is that Versace? Yeah, yeah, Gianni or, Versace. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, anyways, I, I thought it was gonna be like that, and uh, it wasn't. Like it's from the 1800s, maybe. Uh, it looks like late 1800s or early 1900s, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um. Again, the trailer gave you no clue as Nothing. to what time period. Mm-mm. It does appear to take place in England. And, right uh, and that's you know that's all i know or ireland i don't know I, who fucking knows like where are they walking on that like, uh, yeah hill? on, on that yeah are they in you know i'm on my way is it looks like that fucking ed sheeran video where was that <laughs> shot <laughs> yeah they're going to a castle maybe it was england actually i don't know maybe it, maybe it is i, I yeah. haven't been to either either but from from so line one from opening scene you get full Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh yeah. Um, like you said, putting on the socks. Yeah, and very specific. Very. I mean, every move. Yes. he's worked he, on. He has been working on this role for for forty five years, and uh, the, so I, after that, I looked. I look at this trailer. It was it was really strange. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen with him and this girl. She asks him why he's not married, and he smiles, gives the Daniel Day Lewis smile, and you're just like, oh shit. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know why he chose this movie. Mm. Uh, I, I don't, well, but whatever it is, uh, it, it, it cost him to retire because he's not, he's after this movie, he said, I'm, I'm retiring from acting. So hmm. knowing that going into this trailer, I watched it and was like, all right, did you give so much of yourself in this goddamn thing again? Like he does in every fucking movie that he's just like, I can't, can't do this do anymore. It anymore. I can't do this anymore. Because the way that he does it. Yeah. And I fucking love that shit. I'd love oh, to just sit sure. down with him in a fucking, one of those weird Irish pubs where it's just made of pebbles. 
you know, there's the beer's not even remotely cold. Mm-hmm. You just have piss warm fucking stout. Like, and I don't even like stouts, but like just a fucking thick, thick Guinnesses, like fucking Nicki Minaj's ass, like thick ass Guinnesses where okay, you're just like, what? Jesus Christ. And it's just me and DDL and uh-huh. we're just rapping about life. And I, and I can just ask him of like, hey, man, what'd you really fucking do for these roles? Like, what did you really, you really fucking do? do for these roles? Um, where'd you go? Where'd, where'd, you, you, where'd live? you go? Yeah. Where, would you sleep in? Because the, the there will be blood thing. The rumor was, and there, again, there's always rumors about him and none of these can confirm. So oh, who fucking knows is, is that he is. built a fucking fake oil well in his backyard and was sleeping on the hard ground underneath that for fucking 19 months preparing for there will be blood. So God knows what he did for this because he plays a, a fashion. You don't if, need to do that. Don't need to do that. But. <laughs> He he would beg to differ because he's won ninety Oscars true. and the rest of us are just it's fucking peons. True. So maybe the rest of us are just bullshit and he's fucking real. But having having seen this, he's uh, a fashion designer, but he he sews as well. And so you know he's a I guess I don't know what we would call a seam like a like a male seamstress, but fashion uh, designer haberdasher as was actually what you would call it. He's a fucking haberdasher, and uh, I wonder. Watching those scenes in the trailer, that motherfucker probably, probably fucking taught himself to sew. Yeah. And probably mm-hmm. sat there for all goddamn day just sewing shit and making everybody's outfits for the movie. I bet you they don't even need a fucking wardrobe designer. That he did he, it all. He did it all himself. Yeah. And demanded to. Yeah. You know, this is an interesting conversation because, like, I never thought of acting as something that you need to retire from. Because of the way people do it, right? It's you give a, you work on a movie for these the bigger actors, right? So you work on a movie for three months, whatever, and then it's like hiatus, and they're chilling and doing whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're being like catered to and taken care of, and they're not really like they're not Daniel Day Lewising it. They're no, going to no. set and being yeah. like pampered. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I guess. Th- that that's sort of what makes him the best right he he made it a profession for himself that you put so much into that you do have to retire at a certain point yeah like and he made it that kind of job I, I haven't heard any bad words out of hollywood ever about him or him being a pain on set they, they've always just said the same like the, the the rumors or stories that you always hear about him is that he just wants to be left alone he comes in and does his work. The other actors that are working with him are aware of that. And they're like, hey, uh, but he's never mean. He's never fucking, you know, right. uh, nasty to anybody. He does seem like really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and it, look, if you've heard him in an interview, it's super femme where you're just like, man, that's. It's very oh, oh, soft-spoken, yeah, yeah, and very no, nice. You. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like, whoa, shit. No. Um, and, you know, after watching, I was like, Fuck. I started to research everything that I could about it. And the rumor is that Paul Thomas Anderson is going full fucking Fellini and then just dropping like a three hour movie and just saying, fuck it. This is my art. And this is everything that you're going to want in your life. And that's, that's it. Like I'm just, you'll want to see Daniel day Lewis for that long. If it's his last movie, I would guess what his last two movies were. James three hours, Lincoln and fucking there will be blood. And I loved every single second of both. Because he was in it. When he's not in those scenes, I'm fucking bored. Right. But when he's in it, I am fucking in it. Where I'm watching that. I'm not watching an actor. I'm watching fucking Abraham Lincoln really fucking grind his gears about sure. signing the the Emancipation Proclamation. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I, God damn it, man. 
I get fired up over it. I love it. I absolutely love it. That, that dude is taking it to the edge. There's nobody left like that. Because uh, you have the, you were the flip side of it. And we just watched this trailer tonight uh, for Netflix. The Man on the Moon, Andy Kaufman, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim versus... Yeah, and Jim yeah. and Andy is what it's Jim called. Jim and Andy, sorry. Um, and uh, on Jim and Andy, it, it goes back to 99 where he films Man on the Moon, where he played Andy Kaufman. Uh, Courtney Love was in it. Paul Giamatti was in it. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people. And when you watch, if you watch that trailer... Now, he's was doing that method, but he was a fucking asshole all yeah. the way through it and yeah. probably made everyone's lives miserable. When I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. I, yeah, of course, I'm going to watch this movie on Netflix. Day, well, day one, amazing. day yeah. one, I'm going to watch this movie. But I can tell you what my thoughts are going to be already. I already know what I'm going to say is, oh, my God, I would hate this motherfucker to the ends of the mm-hmm. earth. And I, so I would never. Selfish. Yes, I, I would never want to do a movie that that movie with Jim Carrey. Ever. I don't give a fuck if you guarantee me an Oscar. Like, to get through that, like, there's so much stress involved in making a fucking movie. To, to have, to deal with this, this that fucking nightmare on top of it, holy shit. Uh, and when Daniel Day-Lewis says he's retiring from acting and that he's had enough, like, dude, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, today, I had had enough where I was just like, shit. I, maybe I've, I've made my last movie. Maybe I have made my last fucking film. Maybe you always say that. <laughs> No, I don't. Like I've said that twice today. I I said that out loud, and I was like, maybe this is the last movie I make because of the frustrations and the bullshit of the day. And it's just like, oh, do I need to put up with this anymore, or do I just make fucking you know art pieces with you where you score it? I just shoot you doing fucking dresses a butterfly around a fucking pond with you know flowers. Um. And din, 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 it's all fucking piano, like slow piano, hard piano, shows all your emotions. And then, you know, just a bunch of lens flares. I retired from that, but. Yeah, you're done. You're done. I I made my last one a couple years ago. Right. um, And announced I did a press conference. Sure, sure. Was (laughs) Um, anybody there? That's like so many, so many people were there. Uh, So many people. Yeah. So what? Sorry. Sold out. Sold out. Yeah. Sold out crowd for the press conference. Is yeah. that how they do it? Ah, At well, press well, conferences? For uh, for the McGregor and uh, Mayweather fight, they were selling tickets. So and they were sold out. So I'm I'm assuming it was the same. It was the same, but it worldwide, was worldwide. Like okay. it was free. So okay. can it be sold out if it was free? I don't know. I felt like it was. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I retired. Have you seen the? You seen or heard about the Tokyo Project? No. It's like exactly what you're describing. A little old uh, executive producer. What's the what's Lena the... Dunham? Oh god. Damn on it. HBO. What the, fuck, what the fuck is this? What the it's fuck a short is this? actually oh, that made it thank to god. made it to HBO. You know how you always wonder what who the fuck makes shorts and why are you making a short? I tell I tell this to people all the time. This is I, here's the two questions I get the most. Uh, and I probably get these three times a day. I got them today as well. Acting. I want to quit my job and become an actor. Um, you can't just do that start and, uh, unless you move to Los Angeles and then you can fucking do it and, yes, and pursue your you dream. You can pursue it you there. You cannot for sure. live in fucking, you know, Maine and just say, I'm going to quit my job and then hope somebody finds me to, to be an actor. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. You have to live where you work. It's, it's, it's Los Angeles. Uh, sure. If you want to do theater, go to New York. Yep. The theater is shit in LA, so go to New York. Or do it in your town, you guys. Like, you can do that. Yes. yes Don't you can. quit your job, but if you want to be an actor, like, there are 
ways um go to local you know civic center whatever i don't know but like yes there's so many things out there if you guys just want to act and you'll get the part believe me like one of the parts you'll get i promise yeah whether you're you know in the background the chorus like whatever exactly and and the other question i get all the time is short films i want to make a short film uh my 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 tried and true on this is never ever make a short film don't spend your don't your, waste your time your money. money all of that shit Make it a trailer. Either shoot a trailer for a possible movie that you want to do, or a, a, or a, 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 like a sizzle reel for a possible uh, uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. Something that you can tangibly sell and move on. Because nobody is watching short film. Like, like that short film world died in 1998. Of like, I'm gonna make a short film get, and get discovered. That's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you watch the Oscars every year, they have short film categories. Mm-hmm. There was a guy last year who won. Tw- he, this was his second time winning a, an Oscar for a short film. <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, where's your fucking movie then? Where's your full yeah. feature fucking no, movie?" No, I like, only make short. No, I only make shorts that it costs just as much. It costs so much it's money, a lot time, of time, energy, <laughs> writing. Like, if you already have all those people and have all the crew, shoot for three more days and make a feature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and, and and to write a like a ten page fucking short film, for example, is is a lot. Because if you think about it, you have to have a full story arced in, in, in ten pages. Um the hardest fucking gig that I ever fucking did was uh uh, I had a project at uh, Adult Swim. I was set up Adult Swim, and they were like, hey, it was a half hour, and they were like, can you turn this into, you know how they do those 15-minute shows? Mm-hmm. Can you do this? turn this into 15 minutes? And I was like, nope. I left that meeting, and I was like, no problem. That'd right. be the easiest thing on the planet. And he goes, awesome. Hey, just remember, after commercials, like it's right around like 10 and a half minutes, you know, possibly 12 with credits. And I was like, oh. All right, yeah, yeah, even easier. Fuck off, dude. Mm-hmm. I got home and tried to write a story of that small. Yeah, with that with a, with a story arc that that's minute, and I was like, oh shit, this is really fucking difficult. That took me longer to write that than it did a full feature film, and I was yeah. like, motherfucker, you have no character development. You don't care about the p. Pe- it's like yeah, there's no absolutely no point unless you guys it is like a cinematographer reel yeah, yeah where you just yes. want to show like Correct. all the different shots that you can do and yep. make something look pretty but um you know is that worth it i don't know a reel is worth it for sure but uh. yeah i don't know um like a perfect example one of my best friends fucking went against my wishes uh a couple years ago and your wishes. <laughs> I sat him down and I was just like, because he's brilliant. And I was just like, dude, he's like, I want to make this short. It's going to get seen by a bunch. And I was like, no, no that's a terrible idea. Nobody's going to um, see it. It did get seen. It did get seen by Hollywood because uh, he had a good publicist and was able to get on some, mm-hmm. some featured things. And it was just here today, gone tomorrow, nothing ever yeah. happened. And he had, I, I, fuck, I, I think the budget was like $60,000. I mean, Oof. just hearing that makes me cringe. Yeah. But yeah, James, I don't know. If uh, if I retire, you'll know why it was today. Okay, it was today that did it. I also kind of wanted him to Birdman it and like for his last role. How do you know he's not dead? I know. And, and, and kill himself. Like, how do you know Daniel Day Lewis like didn't dead? do reshoots and kill himself in the reshoots or something? Because he announced know. his retirement after the movie was done. So yeah, do you I, know what I mean? I like, just... so I wanted him to say, "I'm only doing one movie. I'm retiring." And and like, I don't wish. <laughs> anyone to die right but wouldn't that be i know here's the weirdest thing about daniel day lewis too uh that makes all of this even greater 
is he only does one movie every five years anyways. So right. like you're that exhausted from one role yeah. that probably because these movies only shoot three or four months tops. Um, some are even shorter. So you're that emotionally and physically exhausted from that little amount of time in your life that you're like, I can't handle this anymore. Right. So how long was he fucking preparing for it? You know? He does. I know. He does it. He does it. He does it. I know. He'll he'll prepare for a whole year and his wife is just like, my God. And and I don't, he's one of those actors who isn't in, he's not in the trades for what his quote is. And a quote is what you make on a movie, right? So I don't know. He's the only actor, like a A-list actor. I don't know how much he makes. Like, I don't know how much money he makes. So like, I don't even know if he has enough to retire. I would assume so. But wait, but if you really break it down, he's probably only done 15 movies. Yeah, that's true. Like, would that be enough? Were your residuals crazy enough? Like, or, or do you go into these with your agent and say, hey, I'm Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm the best in the world. And I demand twenty million dollars. Like, how does that? Yeah. How does that work? I mean, he's definitely making that much. Because let's, I'm just wondering if that's. Let's enough. face it. Every script in town, or I don't give a fuck if it's Pitch Perfect three, would kill to have Daniel Day Lewis in it. Right. So maybe he sets his own price and he's his own bar. Like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'm so fascinated by him. Yeah. I would fucking rip a nut off or just like a quarter of a nut hey, 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 to hey, sit hey. down and, and chat with him. <laughs> yeah. Hey buddy. And that old pebble hey, bar and, and, you know, in Ireland and drinking piss warm fucking Guinness, uh, I, with bagpipes in the background playing fucking Danny boy on repeat. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Listen, the, the scene has been set. Okay. I want in. We definitely see, we, we, we see it, we taste it. We, we understand want where in. you want to do it. And I think like the reason why this whole shit made was so fascinating for me today. I get up, I start my morning, I read, fuck man, like 10 newspapers and like five, usually five entertain, five to six entertainment pieces and try to find uh, cool stories or what's going on in the world. Just can, I can be on top of things, not only for podcasts, but just in general life and conversations. Yeah, you've always done that though. I, I've yeah. always done that since like fourth grade. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I can't remember a time where I didn't do that. And I started off this morning with an interesting article um, in the Guardian, and like I, the Guardian's always got weird, like shit, but um, and just cool. They've got great articles, but uh, uh, and it was on Paul Haggis this morning, the director of Crash, mm-hmm. um, awesome director. And they were interviewing him about Hollywood, and he moved away from Hollywood and left. He was also the guy that left Scientologist. Yes, he was the first, like, famously yes. outing. And them. he wrote a op-ed piece and just said, "Hey guys, here's what's really going on mm-hmm. Scientology." And this is a long time. I don't ago. care what happens yeah. to me. He moved out of Los Angeles. Uh, it's just kind of disappeared. And uh, he went to New York, um, apparently, and, and according to this article. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "I, I think Hollywood is done." And he goes, "I, I just, I'm, I'm kind of disgusted with the whole thing." He goes, "Like, not only the sex scandals and shit that are going on now, but he goes uh, with these big budget, you know, movies. He's like, dude, it is all superheroes. All of the shit, like, because he's watching it too, and he's just like, all of these." movies good movies are bombing and he's like nothing can be done and he goes you almost have to hit a giant reset button and say all right let's go back to the 70s uh and do make movies like spielberg and apocalypse now and Mm -hmm. all this shit and reset it um 
because we're everything is fucking out of control right now and it's running the business into the ground and and I 100% agree with him and he was like you know when I he said when he made Crash he was like you know if you look at the movies that I was up against for the Oscars that year it was Good Night and Good Luck which was all black and white it was a great fucking movie it was mm-hmm. uh, Clooney directed it Ray Weiss was one of the leads uh-huh. um our fave yes Ray Weiss is is one of our faves um and uh, uh, there was a couple other movies like that in that that vein. Uh, Brokeback Mountain was that year. Uh, Munich was that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and like these cool, like they were artistic, but they were great films. Like Capote. Uh, and I liked all of those for different reasons. Like even Brokeback Mountain, I was fucking, I was in. Like when I, I saw it in the theaters. I used to go to see everything in the theaters and I was all in on Brokeback. I thought it was a great fucking film. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, still do to this day. And uh, that's when I was excited about going to see movies. And he's just like, man, you can't do that anymore. And he goes, dude, if you wanted to make a fucking art piece today or something cool or with your own original story and your own people that you wanted to use and your own trailer and artwork and all that stuff, he goes, I just don't know if it could be done now. And then today, the DDL trailer drops, and I was like, fuck. Oh. So there's, one, there's one guy left. There's one there's guy one left. one guy left who can do it, and it was him. And uh, I think that's what made me also excited about the trailer later, um, because I'd read this article this morning, yeah. and I was like, ah, he's right. And then I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, fuck. There's one more, one more. And it comes out, it comes out on Christmas. And yeah. I will be seeing it with we'll fucking just... greased up hands full of popcorn. some form of edible and like i hope i'm in the theater by myself like you know you know what i'm saying like sure no but you want no one else to be there no one else to be there i want to enjoy it by myself the way i uh, that was the way i enjoyed uh there will be blood in la Mm -hmm. i I went to i was shooting a movie and i finished and uh, it was like maybe the third or fourth week in its run you know and uh, at that point, like, and it didn't make a crazy amount of money in theaters. There will be blood. Um, so at that point, when I went to see it, I think there was like four people in there. And I just, I was at Arclight and I was just, just locked in. And I was like, fuck, this is dope. Yeah. Um, yeah so it'd be, that, that'd be my fucking dream on that. But whether or not that happens, who knows? Uh, who knows? I don't. I might just go to like, like it's just some podunk town, like in the middle of nowhere. Knowing that no one, no one is going to be interested in this, because I can tell you what this movie is going to make about two dollars in the box office. Yeah, so. but I would go like matinee. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, uh, uh, like eleven a.m. because there's yeah. always like a weird eleven a.m. show, yeah. and like the people are sleepy eyed and hungover, and you know they they give you your shit, and it's just like nee 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 nee. Uh, we saw it like that uh, when I was with Matt and Noel. Uh, mm-hmm. It was uh, you know matinee fucking one in the afternoon one fifteen. we're the only people in there and it was just like God. shit um but yeah so e- either way I, fuck i've probably gone on way too much about ddl but well there's a lot of passion in this voice a lot of passion in this voice uh one, but one of the cool articles i read this morning and i want your thoughts on this because you don't know this um don't you, know you don't know the answers to these Okay. So I'm going to ask you these. Oh. Time magazine this morning had the top 15 most influential websites of all time. And so I want to see, um, I'm pulling up the article now. Okay. If you agree with with the top 15. Okay. Because uh, I. Most influential. Websites. Websites. Of all time. Okay. You ready? Yes. Number 15 is match.com. 
I've, yeah, talk about changing the fucking landscape. Dating-wise? I thought it was eHarmony, but I guess Match, well, look, match it, was first. It could be on there. Um, and they're doing it. And they're, and they're saying, by the way, which this sounds old as shit, but like they're saying the World Wide Web now has been around for 27 years. So that, I guess that's not a lot of time in hindsight. Right. So yeah, match, Match.com at number 15. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, yeah one of the, I mean, d- as far as like, ch- let's say, influential changing the way that we do everything in yeah. life, right? Dating. So yeah. dating, it's how everybody meets up. Yeah. Whether it's Match.com or Tinder or eHarmony or- Tinder was later. I think eHarmony was later. That's what I'm saying. So, like yeah. It's influential because it was- Whatever uh, yeah. was the first to all of that. Yeah, and I didn't yeah. know that it was match.com, but that's crazy. Number 14 is Reddit. Yeah. Ah, I, I would agree with that as well. Um, I mean, ho- holy shit. Yeah. Talk about all the stuff that's happened Jesus via Reddit. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number 13 is Pandora. Yes. That's your, that's your that's tried my... and true. You can speak on that more than I can. Like, cause you, you found Pandora before anybody did. Like, I feel like. Me, I feel like yeah. I, you were always I, you were always that person who was just like at a party. It was like, let me throw in my Pandora, and it was like, what's this? And everybody was like, oh, you don't know what Pandora is? Yeah, and yeah. I would have all the different stations that yeah. I made that you curated. Um, and I felt like it could read your mind, and yeah, I think it changed the way people um listen to music. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, number twelve is WikiLeaks, which yeah, yeah, it's fine, but like you know. I, Influential, yes. It said, yeah, influential. Do I like yes. it? No. Yeah, same. Eh. And it said it was established in uh, 2006, obviously by Julian Assange. But that's you know you're only looking at 11 years. Uh, I don't I don't know if they're there yet. I don't know if they're there yet. Number 11 is Pirate Bay. Oh fucking for sure. Pirate Bay. Jesus Christ. I don't know. What Pirate that. Bay was was the end of uh, independent filmmaking essentially. Um, it was the Napster for movies and TV shows. Was so, it that one big? Oh, okay, go ahead. Pirate. It just had a like a shitty pirate ship on it. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm just talking about the guy that got busted or something. Uh, yeah, for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but god damn it, man. I so I remember, uh, FDR American Badass came out. The trailer blown up online. I was amped about it, and the opening day the movie was released. I got a call and said, hey, man, congratulations. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. You know, the movie just came out. And he goes, no, you're number one on Pirate Bay. And I was like, what the fuck is Pirate Bay? Like, I had heard that people were downloading movies illegally and bootlegging and shit like that. But, like, in 2012, I didn't really know about it. Um, You're like, oh, what? They're going to get a couple. Yeah. And, like, (laughs) you know, I I had this this thing with Napster and LimeWire back in the day because we used to pull music from it obviously mm-hmm. same as everybody else but you take a risk of there was a lot of files that i downloaded that ended up destroying my computer or yeah yeah, yeah. viruses and all that other shit and um so I, I with pirate bay i was like come on man we're past that now right like we fixed the napster thing didn't we and no we didn't pirate bay was just the death of it. and you could see the numbers rising and they had their own chart so you oh, could no. see that you were number one and see how many millions of people were just downloading your shit. And it, it's a running, like it looked like a running clock. And I was just like, uh, oh my, uh, I mean, I, I had a, oh. like a meltdown at my office and I was just like, oh no. Because for an independent film that you put all your money into. Yep. You need people to buy it. To buy it. 
and if and they don't, it. then you're fucked. Um, mm. The movie ended up doing pretty well, but like Jesus Christ, uh, I don't. I mean, awful. Um, okay. I don't know this next one. Uh, this is number ten. Info dot uh, created by the father of the web, Tim Berners Lee, in nineteen eighty nine. Uh, what is it? CERN. Yeah. It's still viewable today. It's the DNA. Spotlight features the DNA of every modern website, including hyperlinks, sitemap, uh, about style page, and contact information. Um, yeah, so I, look, he did, he, you know, eBay and shit like that. Uh, I don't think it was that. I, I don't really fucking care who built the websites, you know? Right. Um, I do care about eBay, though, which is number nine. Oh, yeah. eBay was number fucking nine. Fucking changed 100%. the game, dude. Um, boy eBay, look, I fucking still use eBay to this day. And I don't, look, there's not, I haven't had many bad experience. I've used eBay for many years. I haven't had many bad experiences of you. With eBay? No. Because I think people are so afraid of getting like a bad score or a thing or a snarky remark. Um, and then now you have to dispute it and challenge it and all that shit. I haven't had many, knock on wood, many problems with eBay, but like that definitely changed the, the fucking world. It was like, all right. Oh my God, put it on eBay. Yeah, tickets. <laughs> Tickets was the first thing for me with eBay where Oh my god. We used to go to Ticketmaster to get tickets and you went in person. You know, you went in person, waited in line and fucking bought tickets for whatever event you were going to. Sports, music, concerts, whatever. Then Ticketmaster went digital. So, you know, you you try to show up at the it'll be available at 10 right. a.m. on Friday morning and all you have to do is Type in this fucking weird coded word that's in fucking Braille that you can barely see. It's like trying to find a fucking rake in the clouds and highlights magazine mm-hmm. um, just to <laughs> just to pop in and hopefully not get tickets you want. Right. That fucking it just happened to me on that fucking Springsteen thing where it was just like, oh, congratulations. We have one ticket. Oh, awesome. Y- yeah. Because a bunch of single people just go to fucking concerts and sporting events on their own. Fuck off. I need everybody needs two tickets to, to shit. Right. N- uh, rarely do you go to something on your own. Um, so we used to go to eBay. And then, you know, you'd have little fucking wars against people on mm-hmm. eBay and mash that whole system. And uh, yeah, I, definitely. For sure. I would definitely, definitely say eBay for sure. Like that's, that's a big one. Uh, whoo, number eight, Drudge Report. Ooh. Yes, 100%. Definitely. Drudge Report, since its inception, uh, since fucking an hour ago, I have read probably every day of my life um, because it is the most fascinating news website out there that has not only a collection of interesting political stories, uh, but weird stories, uh, Hollywood stories, um, sports stories. Like they go weird stories around the world and things like that. And uh, fuck, I, I cannot remember a day where I have not pulled up Dredge Report's. Nor do I remember a day where Judge Report was ever down. Yep. Most importantly. Yeah. And um constantly updated. Yeah. Amazing. And it has been basic. Mm-hmm. They have not changed their font, text, fucking no titling. Pop-ups, no, no nothing. Like, no bullshit. Ads. Yep. Um and uh and and look, I, I know they're I know Drudge is super right. Um I'm not reading it because of that. Um but but it's one place where you can go to get some form of Republican shit on mm-hmm. the on the web. Um, but they, look, they've got other interesting stories where yeah. it's just uh, they're always. I don't want to sound morbid about it, but like if somebody dies or a tragedy happens, they have he's got the peop, 
fucking people on the ground and he gets the stories first. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so whoever their curator is, whether it's him or a team of people, nobody knows. And nobody's seen him in public in like 10 years. It's like nobody knows what he really looks like. And yeah. it's just this one picture of him. And he looks like uh, Warren Beatty from that movie with Madonna. Oh, Dick geez. Tracy. Yeah. Oh, God. Where, the, he's got a Dick Tracy yes. hat Dick Tracy suit on. You're like, that's that's Matt Drudge. And yeah. you're like, fuck. Uh, all right. That's perfect. Yeah. That's uh, that, that's kind of what he is. And I, I don't know what he looks like today. If I ran into him in the street or at a playground, probably would have no fucking idea. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a game changer. Uh, number seven is Yahoo. Yes. Uh, absolutely. Yahoo was a search engine before uh, Google. Okay. So like, you know. Fuck man, I've heard of it. Yeah, have you heard of it? I mean, <laughs> you won't anymore because it's been sold. Yeah, and, and it's gonna fucking be mm-hmm. buried into something in the ground, probably in five or ten years. But Yahoo, I mean, look, that was a lot of people's first email. Yep, I had a fucking Yahoo account at one point. Um, that was your news source. Yeah, that used to open up, and that was your homepage. Oh yeah, for certain computers. So you you open it up, and went to Yahoo, and they had they had news stories and shit like that, and you were like, uh, fuck. That was also the first time I remember a commercial for an internet site. Yeah. And I was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. All right, oh, yeah. cool. Now you see them all the time with GoDaddy and the rest of the shit. And you're like, oh, yeah, I've seen those before. No, no, no bigs. Uh, number six is Craigslist. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it says in 2017, they've got more than 60 million monthly U.S. users. Fuck. I'm surprised it's not more. Still super basic. Yep. Still the As same. Well. Still the, the same. Same. Yeah. And really just like banking on the goodness of people. And I was going to say that about eBay too, where everyone's like, oh my God, you can't do that. You're, everyone will get ripped off left and right. And it's like, really? It's been working out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, really? It hasn't been too bad. You, you know? go to people's houses. I mean, there was a Craigslist killer, but. Yeah. And you can get prostitutes, you know, for a for hundred roses or whatever. Sure. It's you like... can get somebody to. Come over and give you a, you know, late you and your massage, lady, a, yeah, a, a, a couple's massage, massage, yeah, for fronts only, sure, um, for a hundred roses, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, but it's like an honest exchange, yeah. even that, yeah, even it's then, like you, message you know. me and yeah, yeah, all your information. Here's a pick. Um, <laughs> eh, I get it. Craigslist people reporting other people. It's yeah. been working out, which for is for years crazy. and years and years. Uh, number five is YouTube. We're cracking the top five now. YouTube. Yeah, a hundred percent YouTube. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised I'm surprised the game. it's not higher. I'm excited to to get to the rest of these because it's you know, I'm surprised it's not higher. Uh number four is Facebook. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. 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 Uh number three is, is Wikipedia. Uh yes. Cause yeah. I, dude. My God. Every book information, every high school student elementary is like you're going home to do homework, chances are you're getting it right off of Wikipedia. Absolutely. Every teacher probably goes to Wikipedia to find out their their who's plagiarizing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, God, I use Wikipedia throughout my day to write these scripts and books and shit. Probably fucking forty times a day, and that's maybe being generous. Yeah, I spend so much time on it that an ad pops up that just says, "Hey, we notice you use Wikipedia a lot. Um, would you I'm- would you mind donating because we don't have ads on here and we'd like to keep it that way." And I'm just like. <laughs> Fuck off, man! I'm trying to trying, trying to find to out about the Transcontinental Railroad site, here. Yeah. yeah, and now you're 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 bfing me. Yeah, I still use encyclopedias Britannica. Hard, Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, as a kid, 
uh, we used to go out to the grocery store and buy the hardbacks, and like you know, they'd only have two letters a week, so you had to go for like thirteen weeks in a row and buy them. Them shit. Oh, we got the whole set from the guy that came to our door. Oh, that's right, an encyclopedia salesman. Yeah, 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 yeah. What yeah. the fuck was that? I know, I know. Real weird. Real weird. And they never had all what fucking twenty six. Model was that? Yeah. yeah. They never had all twenty six on them. I was like, hey, I'll give you five and then mail you the rest. It was like, what the fuck am I gonna do with five letters? What are you bro? talking about, bro? Yeah. Where's the other twenty one letters, Holmes? Pull his tie, just like as a little kid, pull his tie down so you can fucking kick him right in the yeah, right nuts. in the gooch, right in the fucking gooch. Uh, number two What's is that? Amazon. Yeah, my God, it should be one. Well, I I would changing I, actually the yes, world. It, it is it, it is changing the world. I would say yes, Amazon. Well, I, I will I will say in ten years, Amazon will probably be the most influential website of our entire lifetime. Um, thus yes. far. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, two for now is fine. Uh, number one is Google. Google is so ingrained that it's become a verb, and that's true. Um, yeah. But I, I, don't, I don't agree with this one, and I'll tell you why. There were other search engines before Google. But they weren't as... Weren't as good. Sensitive. Yeah, yes, but, but they, you can buy Google. Um, like, you can buy ad space on Google, and with keywords and shit like that, uh, Friends of ours, who I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say. But, oh, um, we'll we'll talk about it off air. Remember <laughs> when 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 Trump said Kofifi, mm-hmm. and, and it was in a tweet, yes, in, yes, in a yes. tweet. Uh, their their company popped up when it, when you typed in the word Kofifi first on mm-hmm. Google search, and I was like, "Yo, man, how the fuck did you do that?" And he was like, "Dude, we're constantly searching for keywords so that our." companies and all that sort of shit will go to the, the top of google and it was like if you can do it or be the first one to do it and buy your way in and get enough hits and it was just like jesus christ so like yes google has everything i i go to google more than i go to wikipedia every fucking day uh to look up shit and um that is the ultimate probably but as far as influential and changing my life no i i i'll go I'll go Amazon. Uh, one of the ones I'm surprised it's not on here is MySpace or, or Friendster. Well, it just got taken. I mean, everything got taken over by Facebook. It so you did, but there say, would be no Facebook without MySpace. Right. So instead of Facebook, it should have been MySpace or Friendster or whatever. I also would have thrown Napster on this list. Uh, Napster, listen. It ruined the music industry altogether. That they're they, missing a lot. Like They still orbits. have not recover, recovered from that. Uh, yeah. Hotwire, Orbits, Orbits, um, Airbnb. Like, talk about changing the way people fucking even think about yeah the world and traveling and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Airbnb is a big one. Um, man, Orbits, Netflix. Netflix is not an internet like a website. You know, it's an it app. It was. It was, but that's how it started. There's an it's app. How, it's, but how, it's how it started, uses but everybody it. uses the app now. I mean, I think these are more or less like websites that you're still going to, you know, not apps anymore. So I, I'm, I'm guessing that this is how they curated this list. But uh, yeah, those are look. This certainly is a fucking worthy list. Um, but I, I would have, sure. I would have swapped out. Probably would have put in MySpace in there because that was the way that. Fuck social media happened. I mean, if there's no MySpace, there's no Facebook or Twitter or. Do you still have a MySpace? Blueprints on how I never had a MySpace. You didn't, me neither. Never. I never did. Um, I never. It's still up though. What is? You can still have a MySpace. Yes, you can. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Justin Timberlake and some other people 
bought it and tried to change it into a music site. Yeah, that's what it looks like now. So what they want to do with MySpace is well, what they wanted to do because it's not. Let's face it, it's not fucking working. Um, no, was it was going to be for bands and concerts and independent artists and a way to sell music and get your name out there and switch it so that because you can't do that on Facebook. And so they wanted MySpace to be that. Problem is, is you know, fucking MySpace became a, a graveyard of, of uh, weird profiles and you know, oh, remember, yeah. remember you, you like people's songs would come up like you pull up a page and it was like their favorite song at the moment. Oh, it was the profile. I'm was saying so, I love it. It was, was so loud and obnoxious. With, yeah. And, the- yeah. There was a problem with it and it'd be like stars shooting up and then it was it's like took forever to load this person's just like profile because there's 20 everyone put all this crazy yeah, shit uh, yeah 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 because was that was them that fucking, was them yeah they were expressing themselves they were expressing themselves they wanted you to know what you're getting into if you go to their site their their profile yep. yeah but uh, so i would have put them in there for sure yeah another one i'm gonna say um, would probably be like Pornhub. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say X video Pornhub because that you know, fuck man, aren't those like the two most viewed websites? Like, yeah, yeah. They're always in the top ten every year of like most viewed websites. Yes, and that changes the way that everybody's looked at things, done things, fucking shot things. Uh, you know, that's changed. Fuck, I mean, it's revolutionized. Everything. You can get porn on any anything now. You know, anything, anywhere. Anytime. Whereas a kid, you were lucky. To catch a peek of a tit in a fucking Playboy. Now, mm-hmm. pick up a Playboy. There's a fucking dong smacking you in the face, saying, "It's not. It's we're fucking. We're fucking. We, we don't care about genders. We don't care about gender. Jack dog. off to me. Jack off to my tits and my dick. I'm just the same as any other woman because I feel that I am. Yeah, would you know fucking? Now it's like, oh god, get the fuck out of here. I mean, it killed Playboy. Like for real, if you really think about it, Pornhub and X videos and shit that killed P- Playboy, Hustler, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Vivid. Um, I was in. Oh God, yeah. Just in L.A. last week, and uh, you remember know, the you, Vivid building? It's still there. So we drove by it on the 101. It's right. It's right there, uh, right off of Barham. It's been there forever. And, and Jared, a friend of mine, was just like, "Hey, man, uh, really fucking Vivid still going?" He's like, is that, is that real or is that building empty? And I was like, no, I I, I know I'd met the president before um, a few years back. Uh, Chris and those guys repped him. Mm. Uh, his name is Stephen Hirsch. Yeah. And uh, he, gr- great guy, um, but was just, I, I got to chat with him in an airport actually in Vegas, which is, ugh, it was weird. Because mm. you're super hungover. Sure. And uh, you're sitting there and you're like, and I was talking to him and he was like, hey, this is, this is my client, whatever. And I was like, oh, shit. You own Vivid. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell he had a lot on his mind. Right. And I was like. Right. And I think, you know, you know that flight home from Vegas where you you get that way where you you have an unflinching honesty where you're just like. You're just like, fuck it, dude. Yeah. And you start talking to people like in that airport and you're hot and sweaty. You just want to get on the fucking flight home back to L.A. And I was just like, hey, man, how's this whole shit for you with with. uh, with everything else that's going on, you know, Pornhub and all this stuff. And he was like, I'm like, I'd, I'd be lying to you if he said it wasn't fucking killing our business. But he goes, right. uh, you but know, he does the, the sex, sex tapes. tapes. So he yeah. goes, we've gotten lucky with the sex tapes. And he goes, uh, look, the Kim Kardashian thing, he goes, still rakes millions every year. Um, and I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, it's worldwide. And he goes, it's global. And mm. I was like, ah, oh, shit. And he goes, still raking off of that. And their family 
is more famous than ever. Right. And it's just like everybody wants to see it. Same one time she you can see her get fucked on on camera. Mm-hmm. So he's like that. That's gonna live forever. <laughs> um. The the Farrah Abrams one, the Teen Mom one, yeah, uh, crushed for him. Uh. And then but then he goes he goes uh he goes something else will pop up. You know. I was like, what do you mean something else will pop up? And he goes uh he goes I get sex tapes. That aren't released because they're too boring or too shitty. And he goes, I don't think it would do well. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it would be a quick, you know, cash grab. But I, he goes, I, I'd get sued. Mm. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And I was like, who, who would you? And he goes, uh, this was back in the day before any of this shit happened. And he goes, Tiger Woods. No. And yes. And I go, I remember de- to this day, I was like, no fucking way. I was like, there's no way Tiger would ever do that. I was like, you were fucking crazy. And he goes, bro. I've probably gotten like three or four of them, you know, and he goes, they're all grainy and shitty. Somebody's trying to set them up. But oh. he, goes, uh, he goes, so, you know, we really can't release them because they're not high quality and exciting for the public. And he goes, I'm going to be honest, man. Everybody's afraid of Tiger's lawyers. And I was like, no way. I was like, you were a liar. Yeah. You, you lying. And he just looked at me and was just like, you'll see. You don't know, motherfucker. And uh, yeah, sure enough, he knew. He also knew about the Charlie Sheen thing, hmm. um, the Charlie Sheen AIDS thing. Um, he had t- he told my buddy that uh, people were sending him vi- videos of Charlie with other dudes. Oh. Yeah. And he goes, and I was like, why, why couldn't they release that? Like, yeah. shit, you could have, or whatever. And he goes, uh, my buddy had said to me, he goes, no, he goes, I watched him. And he goes, uh, it was like the most disgusting, like d- drug addicts, like yeah, crack addicts. So, so it was like five dudes in a bed smoking crack um people were like sucking each other's dick for crack like shit like that and it was just like fuck um Ew. yeah and he's like you can't sell that either like you know <laughs> this conversation i can't like sell forgot the like mics were on for do you know what i mean like, oh yeah what yeah, are yeah. we I don't, I don't know what are we I, talking about what aren't we talking about jesse <laughs> um but that's if you're talking about influential websites, yeah, sure. I, I would for sure so i said to him i go what is this was the last part of this conversation um uh, he goes, uh, I, I said to him, what's, what do you do to stop this? How do you get your business back on track? Cause with Napster, it's shut down. So, yeah. um, cause with him, you know, they could still shoot porn and sell porn, but, uh, you know, it gets ripped and then pirated up to the internet, yeah. the same as Napster. And he goes, you know, we're either going to have to create our own website to, to do it with our own original content and ads and shit like that. Um, uh or you know we're fucked right um and i don't i don't see a way out of that unless you create your own original website because now it's like all right sweet people are putting it up whatever because of branding mm-hmm. people are putting up porn and sex tapes and all that other shit because they want to be famous so they want something else out of it so they don't get they don't give a fuck yeah um but yeah uh strange Str- strange times we live in jabe's uh, and, and last part of this story, since since Facebook was so high up there, um, they had a fucking weird ass thing today where they're they're testing his uh, pay to play business model for publishing news articles, and it's gonna really really fuck up the publishing world worse than it already is. Like publishing right now, um, newspapers, mm-hmm. magazines, print is dead. I mean, fucking dead. New York Times is hemorrhaging money, and they're firing off. All their staff. If you go to the New York Times building in New York, it, which used to be this gorgeous, amazing building with like, you know, as a kid, if you were thinking about going 
uh, into journalism or being like a famous journalist, you drive by the the New York Times building, you're like, oh fuck, look at all that action that's going on in there. Mm. You know, they got the yellow lights and people are running back and forth, and you know, we got to get the story. And we're going to Prince. We're going right. to Prince. <laughs> right. um, drove by there last time, and you know, I, I would say lights lights were lights were down, so it was probably like eight thirty nine. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the sun was down. And uh, it was like three floors, like with lights on. And I was just mm. like, oh, of this building. And you're like, that's it. And I asked the cab driver, I was like, hey, man, what's up with the New York Times? Is there only three? And he's like, yeah, man. He goes, those, those are, he goes, the rest are rented out to like other companies. And he goes, uh, those three floors are what the New York Times has left. And I was just like, oof. That's, and that's why they turned super left, where, you know, they made a gamble to say, oh, they think the, you know, smarter people and the elitist are, are left and that they're the ones who will still buy newspapers mm-hmm. so they're doing this thing on the new york times where you can only read like 10 articles a month and if you read past that they fucking charge you mm. and they want you to do this subscription um mm-hmm. which hasn't worked like because you have people like me who are just like all right fuck it i hit my 10 on there and then i, I bounce to another thing and i'm like all right great because the new york times is one-sided anyway so i'm like fuck it i don't give a shit um now with with Facebook doing this publishing model, people like the New York Times who are relying on people to click on their website for ads and all this other shit, Facebook wants to charge them to even have a link of an article up on your feed. Oh, no. Yeah. So if you're, let's say you go to Jabe's Against the Machine. Let's say you go to her fan page, the <laughs> Jesse Wiseman fan page on Facebook. Let's say you go there. Mm. And she says, hey, guys. I uh, just did this awesome interview with Movie Maker for my new movie. It's coming out uh, this winter. Check it out. You're going to fucking love it. They're going to kill the feed. So only, no. yeah, like 8% of your audience will see it. And uh, uh, they're going to charge, let's say it was Movie Maker. Mm-hmm. In this instance, they're going to charge Movie Maker to use Facebook and get it seen by all of the people in your feed. Um, Is that going to happen or they're just trying it They're out? doing it in six countries as of today. So this is, and they're testing it out. And this, look, this is what Facebook does with all of their shit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once it hits these six countries, um, uh, and it, it, if, if it does well or whatever their version of well is in their algorithm, then it's coming over here. And good night, sweet Charlotte. Um, they said the publishing world in these six countries thus far is down 80% because of it. Because they can't afford to pay it. Because they're already hamstrung a- as is. So the other option is this, is opening up another feed that is separate from your personal feed for news and news only. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, I go to Facebook to look at you know my, what my friends and family have posted. I don't go to Facebook for news. No. I don't. Mm-mm. So if you're going to tell me that I've got to go to another feed for news, like... You can go fuck yourself for that because I, I read the paper anyway, so I, yeah. like, I, I don't I don't give a shit. Uh, I will never use that feed, nor will anybody else. And I don't know if you remember where Facebook had another app that you could yes. go to that was paper, some paper, yeah. yeah, they paper, and that was going to be their thing for a while, and nobody fucking used that Mm-mm. stupid thing Kept either. Forgetting about that shit. Um, they also made me get that Pages app. Did you uh, did you have to get that for like? Because uh, I, I have a fan page on Facebook. Oh, yes, yes, Ross where you Patterson, can, like, go obviously. in between each... Yeah, page, and it's like, dude, you're not looking at your personal feed or whatever, and it's just like, dude, that, like, that... I never use that either. Yeah. Like, that's shitty, Manager so, like... or something, yeah. Because what they're saying is... Here's Facebook's response to this, is... 
this is our way to keep charging people for ad money and in making you know Facebook a lot of money without bogging down people's personal pages with ads. So they want to space it out and do that. But it's like, dude, if you're going to shift your news over to another app, essentially, you're, you'll fucking kill all these news organizations. Mm. Like, because uh, nobody's going to go there for that shit. Like, I go for, I go to Facebook now for like f- pictures and funny videos. Um, or if, if my friends post like cool articles or things mm. like, like, but that's all. I don't go there for news. No. Like not one part of me is like, oh shit, there was an earthquake in fucking Tokyo. I got to go to Facebook. Yeah, that's my first stop. To see what my my buddy Brad thinks of it. Like, mm-hmm. no, that there's I don't do that. I don't do that. So they do this. Whew, you can go ahead and stick a, a fork in that pig because it's done. <laughs> the publishing world, that, that, that fucking New York Times building will have one office with one light on. And it'll be the fucking owner of it hanging himself late at night. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, it's going to be a, a... That sucks. I know. It's going to be a fucked up time. And like... Facebook, you know, already put out the thing today, like the emergency fucking PR article that just said, whoa, 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 guys, we're just testing this in other countries. It's not, we haven't made up our minds yet over here. It was like, right. motherfucker, yeah, you have shut to. Up. You have to, you fucking cocksuckers. We're just going to try and normalize it first. Yeah, exactly. Uh, wow, it was, it was a, this flew by. Quick show. Fun show. Um, we're, we're at the revolutionary figure of the day. Um, shall we? We shall. Shall we, Jabes? I got to go to um, uh, the playoff game in Los Angeles. Got to see the Dodgers play the Cubs. The Dodgers in the in the World Series. And while I was sitting in my seats, um, all I kept thinking was, shit, Vin Scully retired last year. There is no, he is, to me, the best voice of all time in sports. I will, if you say it's anyone else, I boy. You're a fucking liar. Whoa, You're whoa. a fucking liar. The guy mm-hmm. who used to call the, the old uh, Boston Celtics games was great. But Vin Scully, in my opinion, is the greatest American sportscaster of all time. And he did it for 67 years with the Dodgers. Started in 1950 and ended in 2016. I mean, that's crazy. He did it so long. He was in Brooklyn. He was calling the Brooklyn Dodger games. Oh my God. And then came over with Los Angeles and did it forever. The Dodgers haven't been to the World Series in 29 years. And he retires last year. Uh, yes. So there's this petition going around that people are signing of like, please just let Vince Scully call the games. And like, Vince Scully is the classiest, nicest man. Like, the, the one guy in Hollywood or sports who does, has not one blemish who's not one bad word ever spoken about him is Vin Scully. And he came out and was just like, dude, I, I can't, it's not my place. I'm retired now. This is uh, the new crew. And it just, it broke my heart today. And I was like, no, let Vin have his fucking day. Let him have his day. Let him do it. Um, he'll go, he'll go to the game. And like it, when I was there, um, at the game last week, mm-hmm. he was there. Oh, okay. So they put the camera on him, and the fucking place erupted. It was just like, oh my god! I mean, chanting his name, like, Jesus. Oh that's yeah, awesome. dude, it's Vince Scully. He's the greatest of all time. And like, I know I've told this story before. I'm not sure if it was on this this show or another show, but uh, in LA, especially up late at nights in the summers, there's not a lot on. Dodgers are on late at nights. 
um, because we were on the West Coast, everything else on the East Coast. It ended, so the Dodgers games were always on. I would just turn up the volume on a Dodgers game. He's the only person that's called the game. There was never a guest in the in the box, and it was the most comforting, soothing voice I had ever heard in my entire life. And like, man, uh, to hear him call a baseball game was the greatest thing ever. And I would just let it play for, you know, the games were three hours, just let it rock for three hours. And he would tell the most fascinating, interesting stories about every single player, uh, their, their relatives, the coaches, like I've never seen anything like it. Nobody, no one has ever done research or cared or showed enough passion about what they do for a living than Vin Scully. And therefore he is the revolutionary figure of the day. I hope if the Dodgers, Let's say they're up 3-1, 3-2, 3-3, or there's a game seven. My fucking dream in this life or or for this month, because it's been a crazy hard month, would be that Vin Scully calls a game seven and all would be right in the world. Therefore, he's the revolutionary figure of the day. Love Vin Scully. Javes, this was a fast one. I mean. Zip through it. Um, fuck. Zippity-doo-dah. I, f- I feel like I could do a solid two hours on just... Daniel Day Lewis alone. You really could. I mean, you really are 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 loving mentally. Like, boy, I, 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 yes, I could. I could do. I could do. I could do two hours on on DDL for sure, for sure, and just go through all of his movies mm-hmm. and and talk about why, what, how, get high, try to figure out why he did these things, what what he was probably doing. Um, right. Uh, yeah, I, I could do it forever. Just, just fucking. Forever. I talked to Alana about it, and I was like, the, the, you know, when he was Lincoln. Yeah. And he fucking used to go into uh, uh, this little pant, this little breakfast nook in Virginia where they were shooting the fucking movie, and yep. he would go in dressed up as Abraham Lincoln every day, and people were just fucking used to it, and he was only ordering food that Lincoln would have ordered. <sighs> Love it. I love it so much. God damn it. I could talk about this forever. Uh, but we're going to get out of here. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.